Hello, my friends. This is Persephone Rose. I am the Red Diva, and this is episode four of the Sovereign Health Podcast. Today, we're talking about big rocks. While I believe a thousand percent in the sacredness of the mundane and in ritualizing every bite of food we put in our mouth, sometimes we can get lost in the weeds. We can pay such close attention to living our lives on a daily basis that we don't live our lives on a grander scale. We fill our metaphorical containers with sand and pebbles because that's how you build safety and security. But then we get to a certain point and realize we can't fit any big rocks in our containers. And it was the big rocks that we actually cared about. The big rocks are what we came here for, into time and space, that is. The big rocks are what make life meaningful. They are the reason we choose to live a sovereign life. They are how we live a sovereign life. I call these big rocks adventures. Big drizzle, humid air. Green tendrils everywhere. Fog blankets, distant dale. On the vineyard mountain trail. I march with the soldier's gate. That was my creative, adventurous friend, Celeste, singing a sweet song that she wrote after a hike we went on together last summer. I said last week that one of my versions of adventure is backpacking and hiking. And that's the thing that most people would automatically refer to as an adventure. Another adventure for me is dancing. I'm in a weekly tribal dance class. I take burlesque classes and belly dance classes whenever I can. And my version of church is shaking my booty under a disco ball. But let me clarify, I am not a dancer. This is not innate to me, and I have not been doing it long enough to be good at it. But what can I say? It lights me up. It turns me on. It makes me feel like me. And that's what I mean by an adventure. An adventure can be anything to you, anything that lights you up, turns you on, brings you joy. The things that provide dopamine hits that put scrolling Instagram reels to shame. That's why we do that. You know, we scroll and swipe and get lost because a bazillion minuscule hits of pleasure fills our tank in the moment. But modern anthropology and sociology show us that the more you scroll, the less fulfilled you are. And that the reverse is also true, that the more you adventure, the more fulfilled you are, the less you need to scroll. But I am not here today to talk about the evils of social media or to tell you that you need to stop scrolling. Those pleasure hits are legit, but they're not breathtaking. They're not exquisite. They don't make you giddy with excitement or tingly with gratification. An adventure is anything that does. Science also shows us that what I call adventure, pleasure that takes some planning or commitment or some skill building, maybe some ritualization, produce 
off the chart levels of pleasure hormones and neurotransmitters. They produce high levels of these happy substances along the way in the buildup to the thing and then massive levels during the thing and they leave us glowing and happy and fulfilled after the fact. And know that innuendo is not lost here, but please apply that metaphor because this surge of happy substances happens whether it's a pleasure or an adventure that we commit to on a regular basis, or whether it's an event that we have a big buildup to, or something that enlarges our comfort zone just once. And it seems that the amount of dopamine or serotonin or epinephrine or oxytocin is directly proportional to our saying, holy expletive, I did that. I created that. I made that. That made me feel like me. That made me feel bigger than me. That made me feel tiny in a massive universe. That made me feel loved. That filled me with awe. That connected me. I feel accomplished. And when we have those happy substances rushing through our bodies, guess what is not? Cortisol. One of my mentors, Britt Bolnick, teaches in her book, The Magic of Bending Time, that the answer to time management is building our schedules and time blocks and lives around our big rocks, not fitting them in around the edges. You put the big rocks on your calendar, in your schedule first, and they are non-negotiable. And I know right now every cell in your body is screaming at me that this can't be done, that it's impossible. So I want to remind you that being sovereign is an act of defiance. Every act of nourishment is also an act of dissent, of revolution against the culture system that wants you to play small. That system stacks the odds against you and it isn't going to make it easy for you to restack them in your favor. But that feeling of resistance where you're thinking, Percy, I can't do that. I can't build my daily life around my big rocks. That is a belief you hold that is not your own. Rethink it. Adventure can be that which pulls you out of your comfort zone or that which lands you squarely in it. There's another cool book called Unfollow Your Passions by Terry Trespiccio. And in one chapter, she blows a hole in the theory that we should strive to constantly be in that uncomfortable place outside our comfort zone. What we should aim for is to actually enlarge our comfort zone so that there are more pleasurable experiences inside it. Adventure is not just the reason to be sovereign. It is oftentimes also the means of becoming it. If I waited until I was a super strong athlete to start backpacking, I might never do it. And yet backpacking helps make me a super strong athlete. So does burlesque dancing. Sometimes, We need to have a taste of the thing we do not know we love until we do it, 
to light the fire under our butts so that the stone will start rolling or the snowball will start snowballing. I believe you would not have the dream or the desire or the curiosity or maybe the friend who keeps mentioning it if you weren't meant to be doing it. And you cannot wait until you're ready. You will not be ready until you are doing it. Maybe there's a thing that you know you loved in the past, but you haven't done it in a really long time. Is your metaphorical container so full of sand and pebbles? Dump some out and put your big rock back in. Maybe you've been so focused on or overwhelmed by all the little things, your container is already so full that you don't have a clue what your adventure would be. Take a breath. Take a moment or a thousand and ask yourself with a capital S what it desires and sit in silence long enough to get an answer. You could ask a friend too, if you could tag along on their adventure or, you know, what did, what did you like to do for fun as a child? What was your mother really good at as a teenager? What was your grandfather's greatest gift to the world? Who are the people you admire and what did they do with their time? What do they like to do for fun? Make a list, start doing things, expand your comfort zone. The Buddha said that before he became enlightened, he chopped wood and carried water. And that after he became enlightened, he chopped wood and carried water. And there is such sacredness in the mundane. But I would also like to point out that Siddhartha Gautama, please forgive my mispronunciation, but that dude who was not yet the Buddha, he put a pause on the mundane for what we would consider quite a long time. And so he became enlightened. This is what you came here for. You did not incarnate into time and space so that you could do the dishes and commute and meet other people's needs. The sand and the pebbles will always fit in the container. You came here for the big rock. I want to read you a quote, a passage, really, from the book Into the Wild by John Krakauer. I have not read this book in its entirety, but I think it's on my list now. Here it goes. I'd like to repeat the advice that I gave you before, and that I think you really should make a radical change in your lifestyle and begin to boldly do things which you may previously never have thought of doing or been too hesitant to attempt. So many people live within unhappy circumstances and yet will not take the initiative to change their situation because they are conditioned to a life of security, conformity, and conservatism, all of which may appear to give one peace of mind, but in reality, nothing is more damaging to the adventurous spirit than a secure future. The very basic core of a living spirit is passion for adventure, 
The joy of life comes from our encounters with new experiences, and hence, there is no greater joy than to have an endlessly changing horizon for each day to have a new and different sun. If you want to get more out of life, you must lose your inclination for monotonous security and adopt a helter-skelter style of life that will at first appear to you to be crazy, but once you become accustomed to such a life, you will see its full meaning and its incredible beauty. And so, in short, get out of town and hit the road. I guarantee you will be very glad you did, but I fear that you will ignore my advice. You think I am stubborn, but you are even more stubborn than me. You have had wonderful chances to see some of the greatest sights on earth, but for some reason incomprehensible to me, you wanted nothing but to bolt for home as quickly as possible, right back to the same situation which you see day after day after day. I fear you will follow this same inclination in the future, and thus fail to discover all the wonderful things that have been placed around us to discover. Don't settle down and sit in one place. Move around. Be nomadic. Make each day a new horizon. You're still going to live a long time, and it would be a shame if you did not take the opportunity to revolutionize your life and move into an entirely new realm of experience. You're wrong if you think joy emanates only or principally from human relationships. Joy has been placed all around us. It is in everything and anything we might experience. We just have to have the courage to turn against our habitual lifestyle and engage in unconventional living. My point is that you do not need me or anyone else around to bring this new kind of light in your life. It is simply waiting out there for you to grasp it, and all you have to do is reach for it. The only person you are fighting is yourself and your stubbornness to engage in new circumstances. So someday, my love and I are going to go John Krakauer goblin mode and do that nomad thing. But until then, I really do try to bring as much adventure, big, small, spontaneous, planned out, new, repetitive, alone, together, all the things. And to that end, please find us on Instagram at Percy and Mars. P-E-R-C-Y-A-N-D-M-A-R-Z. It's a fairly new account, but there are pics from our recent backpacking trip, and we'll be showing off what adventure looks like to us together and separately, past, present, and future. This has been episode four of the Sovereign Health Podcast. This is Persephone Rose. I am the Red Diva. If you're interested in hearing more about bridging the gap between the health of your body and the health of your self, please stay tuned for more episodes where we dive into specific ways to do that. Find and follow Red Diva Sovereign Health on Facebook and drop your cortisol-busting gratitudes anytime. Thanks for listening, my friends. Now go out and have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm.